Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Sucker Rangers Podcast in Space. I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm Amy. I'm the- oh, oh I'm the don't you do, get in on this. Oh, I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger. There. Fuck. <laughs> I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm John. I'm the there Silver Ranger. And Tyler is still trapped in the escape pod. We're not letting Good. him out yet. Ah. And 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 welcome once again to the podcast where we talk about uh, cosplay conventions and nerddom in general. Thank you everyone for joining us once again. And this week, once like I mentioned, Tyler is locked in the escape pod, so he's not coming out. I have the key. Um, There's it's enough. Still, it's still enough? connected to the. Ship. It's still connected to the ship. It's close. It 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 definitely is. He's just a little guy. Just don't press the red button. He'll be fine. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to push the button. <laughs> we'll save it for the end of the podcast. <laughs> okay. But yeah, um I honestly have no idea what we're talking about. I completely forgot the I forgot the script. Uh I actually know what we're talking about because I have found myself with a not new addiction, but am weirdly fascinated. Uh a lot of we people... talked about this. Hmm? I thought we talked about that addiction, dude. No, no, yeah, we're not talking not... about that addiction. Okay. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Fetish was on the podcast. No, 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 no. I was talking about his uh, that his anime pillow collection. But okay. Again, Tyler doesn't need to about... know about that. We're not talking about fetishes on the podcast, Rob. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. No, no, my not addiction because I honestly don't care all that much about it, but am weirdly fascinated all at the same time. So EA has released a new battle royale game which I thought I was sick of and Uh, still really mostly am. So EA has released Apex Legends, a weird mashup of Battle Royale and Hero Shooter set in the Titanfall universe, which Titanfall, particularly Titanfall 2, is one of my favorite games of this uh, console generation. I I actually never realized that it was actually in that universe. Yeah, Yeah, it's set in the same universe. It's actually pretty well done. The uh, guy that's giving you your missions is actually one of the main is the main bad from Titanfall Two. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Despite the first one not really being too fascinating to me, but also being the thing that basically kept Xbox uh, One sales afloat until, mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, no, the, the, nothing's really kept that thing afloat. Uh, <laughs> sorry, got to go and dig in <coughs> Xbox a little bit for some of their dumb decisions early in the console generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Despite not being a huge fan of the first Titanfall with its lack of story and overemphasis on macro style gameplay, I absolutely adore Titanfall 2 both for its campaign and for its multiplayer elements. And hearing that Apex Legends was going to be a kind of mix up between Overwatch and a PUBG style battle royale game caught my interest a lot being set inside of that universe. Mm-hmm. And I played a few rounds, and I can actually say it's one of my favorite Battle Royale experiences that I've played. And I'm not a big fan of the Battle Royale genre, so anybody who's a big aficionado on that and maybe doesn't like Apex Legends, this is just my personal opinion. Yeah. But it got me thinking. So a game like that, or a game like Titanfall, making an evolution in the world and changing over to a new, granted, trendy gameplay style, 
What other game franchises that we know and love would be fun to see jumping over into something else? And this isn't the first time we've seen it either. We saw Final mm-hmm. Fantasy do this uh, almost a decade ago with the first Dissidia game, switching over to a light fighting mechanic. Uh, Kingdom Hearts did it pretty much right out the gate after the first one, introducing a real-time card battle strategy game uh, with the original Chain of Memories. What What's on your wish list? What's a game franchise you think that would be awesome in another genre? Oh, forgot about uh, Halo Wars to Halo. Amy, you seem to have a suggestion there. So thinking of Battle Royale games, this would also be really disheartening. <laughs> uh, but awesome i want to do pikmin battle royale but i want to be a pikmin <laughs> oh, and you put all those obstacles in there you know and like certain uh i think it would be cool to as the zone decreases you have to solve puzzles to get where you need to go you know so it kind of keeps that puzzle solving uh thing so like so kind of like a kind of like a pikmin version of tetris 99 mm-hmm. uh no, like a battle royale. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they would do it. I just think that would be really nice because I love Pikmin. I, that could be kind of fun. And I, I, I do admit that I would love to see Pikmin in any format possible. Right. The aesthetic of Pikmin in the whole world is just so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, but that is sad because the whole point of the original games is to protect the Pikmin. So, you know, that would kind of shift things and it is kind of for a different demographic because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. original Pikmin is for children and me. <laughs> it's for me. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a way to make that work. Yeah, like it you said, cool puzzle solving. Like like Tetris 99 though, like a puzzle solving kind of thing. But yeah, where you're just trying so to go and get through as many. Yeah. Until you know all of them. True. So. I feel I feel mm. like there's a way of going and coming up with some sort of a uh self-generating puzzle system that could keep that going for, you know, hours and hours and hours on end. So that's a, that's a cool one. I hadn't thought about that. That's awesome. I like that. I'm always thinking about Pikmin. So I got you. (laughs) For me, when it comes to games right now, I'm trying to think of games that would do well in an MMO setting. Mm. Okay. Um, Because you, as you guys know, I love my MMOs. I adore them. I spend Mm -hmm. a lot of time. I, my current, I'm stuck back in wow again. And, um, (laughs) But I know for a fact that as soon as I get my my a good computer up and running, I ha- I'll have four MMOs running. I damn for the horde, <laughs> for the alliance, <laughs> for pony. There you go. No, I'm no. Um, but no, like I play Final Fantasy fourteen. I play WoW. I play Star. I play Star Wars: The Old Republic. I play Black Desert. Mm-hmm. But it's just a combination of all these things, and I'm looking at it. I'm going. Oh, and oh, yeah, an old school RuneScape. I started playing that as well. Uh, <laughs> Feels so weird that that's a thing. Yeah, but anyways, um, I've been doing. I know. I've just been thinking. Just been a long time for like the game that, like for example, Star Wars: The Old Republic is an example. Mm. Real fast here. Such a good that game. Be- is such a good game. But at the same time, I was like, before that game came out, I was like, oh, I wish there was a. I I I I I missed out on Galaxies. Mm-hmm. I was so f- pissed off that I missed out on galaxies. You, you missed less than you think. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, but I'm. But the thing is, though, I've heard the stories. I've watched gameplay. I would have adored that stuff. <laughs> like before the the Jedi problem. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody calls the downfall of galaxies. Yeah, but before that, it would have been awesome. I would have made an awesome uh, transport driver, like for, for, for starship pilot. 
Like I would have been awesome. But, uh, but it's just stuff like that, that I'm like, okay. And I'd always thought it was like, I hope they have another, another Star Wars again. That's why I latched onto the old Republic so fast. Mm-hmm. But I'm just right now, I was like, I'm trying to think of um, a game series that would be really, really good MMO wise. Cause the first thing I immediately think of is, is Halo, but then doesn't really work in the story frame. Now, you know what I mean? Hold on though. Cause honestly, I kind of had a similar thought while thinking about this subject. Because mm-hmm. while I wouldn't say it would be a great MMO, I think this actually would be the great foundation for an actually, and pardon me for being a little controversial here, but for an actually good looter shooter. Because mm. I think part of the problem with Anthem, part of the problem with Destiny, it's not so much that the gameplay concepts are bad. It's not so much that the looter shooter concept is bad. It's that trying to have a fully developed story inside of that kind of game is extremely difficult. Oh, definitely. But I could see something like Halo, especially after the Spartan Ops missions that were introduced in Halo 4. Mm-hmm. You could make a really good looter shooter out of either ODSTs or new generation Spartans inside okay. of that universe and make that looter shooter concept work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Set it on a ring world. You could have a whole bunch of varied uh, environments and assets very easily. It wouldn't take a lot in terms of making a basic story to go and progress through. Yeah, I think the problem is they all just kind of try to go too far with it. And it's like Halo, it's brilliant in its simplicity and the depth of the world can be explored other ways. Oh, totally. Destiny like, and Anthony or an Anthem, <laughs> Anthony <yeah>. Anthem, <laughs> Destiny and Anthem, uh, I think are too ambitious in what they're trying to tell story wise to work within the confines of the gameplay that they have to design it around the way you're when you say ambition or over ambition there's Mm -hmm. only one game that pops to mind Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure you know which one i'm going to talk about yeah and that's star Star citizen yeah (laughs) um i've watched a demo Mm -hmm. um a demo build that was given to a couple streamers yeah and i looked at it i'm like good lord this is pretty Yep, but there wasn't a whole. But there, there was the the system itself wasn't fully populated. Yeah, like there was nobody walk. There was no NPCs walking around or anything like that in the space stations. But just looking at it, going, and there was a whole bunch of glitches and everything. <sighs> like, um, Elite Dangerous, for example, I love that game. It's really fun. It's awesome. Yes. But it focused itself solely on the aspect of you and your ship. There's nothing else that is based around it. We're, yeah. we're star citizen. You're literally do everything, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's just like from that's the type of thing that where it comes to stuff with me, it's like, okay, you have to, when it comes to stuff that would look good as an MMO, I can't find very much at this time. I, you, what you about know what? speaking of an MMO, what about an MMO set in like the dark souls universe or bloodborne? Now, you see, the From Software games, I think, would lend themselves way too easily to that because there's so goddamn much lore in those things. There's a yeah. lot to build off and of. I don't have the patience to go and beat even one of those bosses. Well, you know yeah. what that means. You just got to go and get good. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just quickly. I'm not a reviewer from IGN, sir. Get good. I can't get good that get, way. Get good. Oh, <laughs> He's not getting paid to beat the campaign. If you can't beat Vrom on the first try, then you just got to get good. <laughs> no, that's kind anyways of though but going back to other things that would look good in a different mm-hmm. concept um 
I have to jump back to Star Wars just because mm-hmm. I Star Wars themselves, the, the genre itself has been done in many, many different types. Oh, yeah. Um, Starfighters, had, RPGs, uh, first person shooters, <laughs> third person shooters. Yep. Um, and third person for myself is the, in, in the regards that I mean is uh, like Bounty Hunter. Yeah, that was an amazing game. I have it on my iPad, on my PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it yet, but it's really awesome. See, that's what's um, interesting is some of the best Star Wars games in existence are the ones that aren't you being a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. one of my favorite Star Wars games was Republic Commando. Did anyone ever play that? I never yeah. got. To, I never really got into that one, but it was a first-person mm-hmm. shooter in the Star yeah. Wars universe, and you were just a Republic Commando. You were a clone yeah. that had a. I, w- I watched my brother play it. Yeah, great memories with that game. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, Cole, you were you were saying you you seem to be on a track here. What's what are but, you thinking? But Star Wars is and also like um dice. Essentially, the, what's the, what's the system called? It's called the I call it the dice roll system. But um, you know what? I, it's the, essentially the uh, Kotor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the roll the dice. You you sometimes hit. You might, and then if you do, you get a percent a number. Yeah. Like you know, it's a percent. It's a it's a it's largely math based. Yeah. But. I've been trying to think of like, like there was a concept that I had seen in a story that I was reading mm-hmm. and I personally would love a, st- a game very similar to um, um, the game. What the game I just mentioned, what was it? KOTOR? No, the, the one that the, the, the not, not star citizen, but the other one. Oh, elite dangerous. Elite Dangerous, thank you. An Elite Dangerous style game in the Starry Wars universe. Mm, okay. That would be good. I could get into that. Yeah. Where you don't really have a whole lot of ground t- stuff on the ground. Like it, it would kind of mix a tiny, tiny bit of uh, a tiny, tiny bit of like Star Citizen, but mm-hmm. not very much. Like it would be like, oh, okay, here's a stuff over here and stuff like that. But your main concept is essentially shipbuilding hmm. okay. and putting it together a ship for what you want to do. If you want to be an explorer, perfect. If you want to be a combat fighter working in the military, you go do you. You can go do those. If you want to be a trader and awesome, if you want to be a smuggler, badass, <laughs> like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you could do all that in Elite Dangerous if you wanted to. Yeah. You could be a bounty hunter and got in Elite Dangerous for goodness sakes. But it's that style of fighting that I think would look would do well for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Can't argue that. That'd be that'd be cool. I can't argue. That'd be cool. I'm yeah. just nervous about Star Wars games now. I have PTSD. Oh it's <laughs> there there's been some, it's, yeah. it's just one of those franchises people like to cash cow about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be really hard to get the audience to trust that you're being Genuine. Like, what I think Sonic or uh, what mm-hmm. Star Wars needs is a Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. a fan made game that you cannot doubt was made with pure love for the series and the franchise to get people back into what drew them to Star Wars in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. thinking back to like Shadow of the Empire, or the old uh, Rogue Squadron games. What about Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah, I yeah. love those games. Yeah, we haven't seen anything like that. And I mean, part of it's because EA just. Here's a funny thing, actually. Um, I, sh- I should probably mention how much I love KOTOR, the original KOTOR game. This is how, the, how I express it. 
Um, I have played through that game eight times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On every single starting class. Mm-hmm. As every, um, both good and evil. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. The only thing I haven't done is done a run good and evil on each of those runs for e- on each of the on with alternate builds because a lot of because uh, uh some people even though they're Jedi they can they'll still use a gun mm-hmm. and it kind of make it as a challenge for yourself and of course I want to do it on a harder difficulty as well but yeah. Oh, such a good game. Put Bioware mm-hmm. on the map. And it's true. Look where that ended up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's still sad how Kotor 2 ended up ending, but oh well. Yeah. And I still blame Obsidian on that one more than anything. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a whole other thing. We do not need to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. The game's yeah. still good, though. Oh, yeah. It's still good. It's just the ending sucks. Yeah. Yeah. John, I'm sure you've got ideas. We've we've spitballed this stuff even before this was this thing. <laughs> All right, so one thing I always enjoyed, oh, bless you. One thing I've always enjoyed was the Mortal Kombat games, how they were mm-hmm. like arcade fighters. Mm-hmm. And every now and then they would try to uh, branch out and make different ideas for these games. And one example that said didn't turn out well was a Sub Zero game that came out on Dreamcast. Does anyone remember that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mortal Kombat Anthology Sub Zero, and uh, that was on Dreamcast, and there was a weirdly because it should never be this way but a superior version on the n64 yeah so there's a mortal Kombat tetris and or was that just a mini game in deception a mini game yeah i was it gonna was say i think that was just a mini game if that's actually a game i need it what i would love is a <laughs> type of action art like rpg set in the mortal Kombat universe mm-hmm. where you got to choose to be either on the side of outworld or earth realm Mm-hmm. And it was like even doesn't even need to be open world, but just like action RPG would be cool with a level up system. You get to choose like your fighting style if you use weapons. That kind of thing would be really fun to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another uh, thing I've always loved. There was this idea a while back to make a Mega Man X reboot, but they wanted to make it a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun to make a Mega Man game and make it first person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Going that... back to Mortal Kombat, the game that I think that where they kind of kind of tried to explore merging of styles, what I have to say would be Deception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Deception had good parts and then also had bad. Yeah, I played through that game very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the story mode taught you how to play the game better. True. And Dead or Alive Five kind of did a similar thing Armageddon, with yeah. walking around. Um. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I appreciate that because for me, if I get a fighting game, I am a button masher and I will just play it a few times against the few people who will still play those kind of games with me. And then I get bored with it. So having a storyline to drive me to improve. And not just uh, the power. Really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I like the way that uh, Dead or Life 5 did it because you could do the challenge and get extra, but if you really wanted to just continue with the story, you didn't have to do, you know, five of mm-hmm. certain said move in, in the match or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, very fair. <laughs> All right. You got any others, Amy? I'm just kind of curious here. Like, I'm, I... I'm shocked that you have not found something to shove Sonic into yet. I was just playing Sonic today. Uh, <laughs> So this is my 
uh, GameCube memory cards often get corrupted. So this is my fourth Sonic file. And I, mm-hmm. I, I opened it today to just try to get, I try to get better grades on the levels. That's how much of a nerd <laughs> I am for this game. I played 68 hours on this game. And that's my fourth. So I don't know. Like I've played through probably each file equal amounts. My friend's like, holy shit, Amy, please get a life. <laughs> but yeah. You can see me when I'm playing some games that I adore. I do about the same. You're you're that girl who went you went to the forests of Japan to go and find that Sonic statue, aren't you? Like I feel you're (laughs) that kind of person. Something neat from my uh, anatomy textbook. There's actually a uh, spinal fluid or spinal uh, enzyme called Sonic, uh, named after Sonic. Um, Anyway, you can fact check me, but I'm right. (laughs) Bother. I think actually Sonic made the mistake of over diversifying. Uh, and it, I mean, they've been doing it for a long time. And it started with the Sonic fighting game, which was just sad to see people punch Amy. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, the thing that Sonic, made me cringe yeah, the first time. Sorry, I'm what? still in the middle of my sentence. Yeah. Uh, when they it did came that- to Sonic games, it, for me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, let the lady finish. I thought I she was. I'm sorry. It's okay. I have one more second of content. Yeah. Don't just wait for a pause. Wait for the end of a sentence. Period. Uh, <laughs> period. <laughs> uh, Sonic over diversifies because they have Sonic Racing, they have the Sonic Fighting game. And I really liked the Sonic Party game, and it works for Mario, but I think Sonic kind of has spread itself so thin that it no longer has an identity. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's the thing, when you take those lovable franchises, everybody's always immediately skeptical. Is this a cash grab to just use a known brand? And it has to be something that actually comes from, no, I want to see these characters in this kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Sonic... It was fun in Sonic Generation getting to have new Sonic and old Sonic together. Mm-hmm. But I think that also kind of sums up the entire state of that franchise. It is so convoluted with all the experimental stuff they did, some of which has worked really well, some of which hasn't. Mm. And it's like, this is a really fun game, but it also proves why this franchise makes literally no sense anymore. Yeah. And then Sonic Forces further reinforced it by bringing him back in. It's just like, oh, you're the one from, okay, let's see here. What explanation are we going to attach onto it this time? It's the exact opposite of what was in Generations. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just plot line, but it's just like what kind of, and like, I think they did it really well with Sonic Adventure 2 Battle where you had the oh, yeah. same plot line, but you had different play styles. Mm-hmm. And that's what Kingdom Hearts, the new Kingdom Hearts game seems to be doing is they diversify the gameplay. Nier did it really well with those intermittent puzzles mm-hmm. um, and kind of different challenges. So diversifying gameplay, yes, but diversifying the style of game you release so much that you no longer have an identity is like, who's your target audience? Anybody who will fucking pick up your game? That's not good enough, people. Clearly, it's pinball fanatics. It's the only oh, thing that makes any sense anymore. Don't you, to, don't you say anything about Sonic Pinball. I love Sonic Pinball. <laughs> yeah. It was the best game they ever released. I love it just <laughs> as much as the Mega Man Soccer. <laughs> I, okay, and that's the truth. And when I when I first when I first started playing Sonic Sonic, I started playing it on Sega mm-hmm. uh, years and years there ago. My go. my cousin had a pinball, mm-hmm. and she had two, mm-hmm. and I remember playing two to death. Like I can I I kept playing Greenwoods over and over again just because that seems like I had to stop at the at that point. 
I never really made it super far, but I, and then I never really played too many other Sonic games, but then when I started doing into it, I remember that I just would see a couple. I was like, oh, okay. I never really had consoles growing up very much other until I got N64 and then a Super Nintendo. And I looked at it and I remember walking through the game store, kind of looking over and I saw Sonic holding a sword. And that's when <laughs> I, I knew the Black Knight. <laughs> and that's when I realized, all right, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> that was part of the storybook collection and they only had one other game included in that. Oh my god. Sonic and his sacred links. One thing I would love to happen though and I would love this as a mobile game like on a phone or tablet is the Chow Gardens. Mm. I would because I enjoyed the Chow Gardens in both Sonic Adventure games. They were one of my favorite things to do. And my sister now, my sister, who hated video games, would only play the Chow Gardens. <laughs> and she had better Chows than me. <gasps> that that must have torn you up. It's all right, though. But it's the Chow yeah. Gardens was always one of my favorite fans. I still have my original file of the Chow Gardens from all That's those awesome. years back. That is but, awesome. But I would love if they brought that back as a mobile game, even. Just the oh. Chow Gardens alone. I just thought of a MMO here. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Sonic MMO. <laughs> no. It's the only um, thing he hasn't done. I'm thinking Rouge so I can fly and kick. Now, ah. yes. there was a rumor about this game. It was a it was a April Fool's prank about a year and a half ago. And um, technically, this series has already had of a massive um, world mm-hmm. kind of put together. Though it technically doesn't count, mm-hmm. um, Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pokemon in itself has would make a very interesting MMO. Yeah, I mean that's they have the essentially they have the world. Yeah. And the way that they're continuing, the game itself is still super popular. The game, the the general games of itself are still popular. And the fact is, is that they're adding a new continent almost every four, every every two, three to four years. Which means four year, four year uh, um, expansion cycle. Geez, that's actually kind of brilliant. We can't put this one up, okay? We need to go and market this to Game Freak, okay? This is what we have to do, okay? We got hardware that actually connects to the internet good now. We can finally get this thing done. Because you remember that that April Fool's prank, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah, no, I I do remember that. It was like a 3D MMO style game. And I looked at that going, "This, I know it's April 1st, and I know it's mostly likely fake, but... God damn, dude. That that was pretty cool. No, and like I I actually played for a little while Pokemon RPG, you know, the unofficial, you know, uh MMO Pokemon game that was basically just a ROM hack of red and blue. <laughs> oh, you mean the one that uh they literally had to do a national a takedown for? Yeah, yeah. I mean it was on for like three years before they decided to pay any attention to it, but it was like Well, it, because it got really good at the for at the it got, again it caught now it caught attention. Yeah. Because like, oh my god, this is so good. Yeah, no, that's just it. That and Pokemon Uranium. I still have that installed yeah, on my uranium. computer. Yeah, uranium that was well. one of my favorite versions. Oh my god. Just mm, wonderful. 
Oh, anyway. I love the new Pokemon game takes place in the birthplace of my ancestors. Yeah, seriously. Um, no, that's not right. Yeah, no, John has decided that for PAX, he's going to be a Pokemon Viking god. Pretty much. And there's nothing I can do to stop it. I just, I just have to go and make him his props. <laughs> House McHugh, man. House McHugh. I love it. I love it. All right. Does anybody else have one, or am I going to end this out with the big one? The yeah. one that needs to happen. The one that do I'm it. giving oh. to the publisher for free. Do it. Okay, what do is it? it? All right. Blizzard. Give me a fucking Gears of War style Overwatch game so we can finally yes. get some fucking story and exposition. Okay, I love the hero shooter. I love the world. Give me a coherent story for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> It'd be a very easy shift over to that kind of gameplay style. It would fit the world very well. It would fit the comics that they've designed very well. It would allow you to get a lot of story out with a very minimal production cycle. Seriously. Even Epic Games got it done. You can do this. Yep. You're Blizzard. Granted, it took you like 10 years to get Diablo 3 done. But damn it, if it wasn't worth it when it came out. <laughs> you can do it here too. You made one of your best new IPs, one of your highest grossing IPs ever in Overwatch from the assets of a dead game that you canceled for God's sake. You could do this. It's not that hard. How am I the only person that sees this? I know Activision has got its hands up your ass and it's going and using you like a puppet. But come on, guys, you can do this. And the crowds will cheer you on for it. We want to root for you, Blizzard. We just need you to give us something that we're really looking for. Not Diablo Immortal, where you're basically just porting something over to a cell phone. We want a real game from you. And we like your story building, the worlds you develop. You have an amazing world that everybody is very into and wants to know more about. Give us another game to go and explore and to understand. You can even keep regular Overwatch working. Keep introducing characters. Just give us a story. Give us a background. Give us something to keep me compelled in this universe. Because, damn it, I can't just keep waiting for more McCree-related content to come out. You just gotta give it to me. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Soccer Rangers Podcast. No, 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 no. But no, I can definitely understand. <laughs> I'm, your pop, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> but no, cool. um, I'm your Huckleberry. End this. <laughs> hold on. I just have one thing to say. I'm like, your Huckleberry. I, uh, personally, I don't really play Overwatch. I never really have. But if you kind of give me more, because that that's mainly it, though, is that most because it's like all you're doing is that you're not doing any no lore. Not well, there's lore, but there's no deep lore. Excuse it's me. whose line is it anyway? Everything is made up, and the lore really doesn't matter because it's constantly yeah, changing. Yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, exactly. As long as the as the it is set in stone, and kind of just goes with it, and you can explore the world, and you can even if even if you're not one of the not one of the main heroes, if you are a nameless hero, be my guest. I don't care. But I that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. Go with that, and then go. We'll see where it goes from there. In any case, though, thank you all once again for joining us this week. Um, it's always a great pleasure for when you come on and, ch and check us out, check our show out. And 
And it always makes us feel awesome to know that you guys are enjoying our show because we see the numbers and we greatly appreciate it. Um, of course, if you are new here, welcome. And we hope that you have enjoyed what you've been listening to our weird rambles. Um, very much uh, like Robert just said, the show is very, um, um, this is the show where the, the where uh, the points, the, how does this, I can never remember the line. <laughs> I'm, the show where everything's made up and the points yeah, don't matter. There we go. This is the show where the topic is, is it, it doesn't really bloody matter because <laughs> eventually we, we go sidetracked. Um, <laughs> it even happens any, during our outros. Exactly. <laughs> and in, in any case, though, thank you so much. If you if you are brand new, you can, of course, check us out on um, on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Google Play stitcher you can also check us out uh coming soon i believe on uh spotify and also our archive is also up on soundcloud for the time being uh once again thank you so much for joining us we greatly appreciate it and we hope to see you next time on soccer rangers podcast in space i'll press the button oh we mean this one (laughs) 